Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Subpoenas in capital attack investigation. This committee feels this tremendous pressure to get things on the record. CDC okays booster shots. It's very important to get that third immunization supermarket shooting we found people hiding in freezers and in locked offices good morning i'm steve kathan with the cbs world news roundup the house committee investigating the january attack on the u.s capitol has launched the next stage of its inquiry moving to question some of the highest-ranking members of the Trump administration. CBS's Weijia Jiang says subpoenas have gone out to former Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, former advisor Steve Bannon, and two others. The committee chairman wrote to Meadows that the panel has, quote, credible evidence of his involvement. And to Bannon, you are quoted as stating on January 5th, 2021, that all hell is going to break loose tomorrow. In a statement, the former president criticized what he called harassment subpoenas, and vow to fight them with executive privilege. Now, that is exactly what Trump did to block White House officials from testifying during his impeachment trial. But Congressman Adam Schiff, who is a member of the Select Committee, says he is hoping that this Justice Department enforces the subpoenas and issues criminal contempt charges if necessary. And there's news this morning about the multi-million dollar effort by Republicans to recount votes in Arizona, a state that went to Joe Biden in 2020. CBS's Ed O'Keefe. Joe Biden actually expanded his lead over Trump in Arizona. The report says now President Biden won Arizona's crucial Maricopa County, which encompasses Phoenix, by more than 45,000 votes. In fact, the review actually found an additional 99 votes for Mr. Biden and 261 fewer for Mr. Trump. And after being pressed by former President Trump, Texas has ordered an election audit in four of the state's largest counties. Three were won by Joe Biden. Mr. Trump carried the state. Well, CDC Director Rochelle Walensky overruled a CDC panel expanding the number of people who were eligible for Pfizer's COVID vaccine booster shot. In addition to those over 65 and people with underlying medical conditions, at-risk workers are included now, too. CBS's Dr. David Agus. People putting themselves at risk in their job, people who have significant exposure need to be protected from the virus. And so she did the right thing. It's in line with what the FDA had recommended. So it's certainly not radical, but it makes sense. And I agree. Now to Collierville, Tennessee, outside Memphis, where one person was killed and a dozen more wounded in a mass shooting at a Kroger supermarket. CBS's Janet Shamlian. People inside this Collierville Kroger scrambled after the sound of gunshots. 
Police entered the Kroger about four minutes after the gunman opened fire. It's horrific. I've been involved in this for 34 years and I've never seen anything like it. Collierville Police Chief Dale Lane said inside, officers found 13 victims. Family identified Olivia King as the one who died in the shooting. She leaves behind three adult sons. Police found the alleged shooter near the back of the store, dead from what appeared to be a self-inflicted gunshot wound. We found people hiding in freezers and in locked offices. One of them was employee Bridgetta Dickerson. And here he comes right behind us, starts shooting. And he kept on shooting, shooting, shooting. Police in South Florida have arrested a man in connection with a mass shooting in May that left three people dead and 20 hurt outside a Miami banquet hall. Police believe the suspect was a lookout for the gunman. Iowa Republican Senator Chuck Grassley says he will seek an eighth term next year. Grassley is 88 years old. He's been in the Senate for 40 years. The hunt for Gabby Petito's fiancé intensifies. Brian Laundrie has now been charged with unauthorized use of a debit card in Wyoming. It happened during the time she went missing and the withdrawals or charges topped $1,000. Petito's body was found last weekend. Laundrie is missing. CBS's Jerika Duncan. We're learning of one of the final sightings of the couple while together in Wyoming. We saw a blowout of a situation. Nina Angelo says she was dining at Mary Piglet's restaurant in Jackson Hole on August 27th when Laundry started arguing with the hostess. Petito was visibly upset. She was hysterically crying and she walked out and she she was crying and she was staying on the sidewalk. The restaurant confirmed Laundry and Petito dined there. There's pressure on both sides of the border in Del Rio, Texas, to break up what's left of a migrant camp along the Rio Grande. Several thousand people remain, mostly Haitians. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas tells CBS News only certain people are being allowed to stay in the U.S. to await their asylum hearing. The great majority majority of individuals are being expelled. If a family is suffering an acute vulnerability, we do recognize that. Former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin intends to appeal his murder conviction in the George Floyd case. Court documents revealed yesterday indicate he'll cite 14 grounds, including the judge's decision not to move the case because of pretrial publicity. Now to Mountain Gate, California, where a wildfire has destroyed at least 25 buildings, and it got close to Scott Mattingly's home. You hear about them all the time on the news. You never figure it's going to be in your backyard. Well, today it's in mine. A woman has been arrested on suspicion of starting that fire. Sam has strengthened into a hurricane in the open Atlantic, and forecasters say it could be a major hurricane by the end of the day. It's likely to track north, and if it does, it won't pose a direct threat to the eastern U.S. A new analysis indicates the number of Latino-owned businesses in this country is rising despite some financial hurdles. CBS's Lisa Mateo. According to the 2018 Current Population Survey, the number of Latino-owned businesses has grown 34% over the last 10 years, compared to just 1% for all other small businesses. Despite the rise, financing has become a challenge. It's unconscious bias. When they see a Hispanic surname, somebody in underwriting doesn't give them the same benefit of the doubt. At worst, it's just plain prejudice. Carlos Medina is president of the statewide Hispanic Chamber of Commerce of New Jersey. He says the smaller the loan, the higher the interest rate. We've seen examples of 50, 60 percent interest. A tough road for a thriving business culture. It's a milestone moment for what's now considered a musical masterpiece. Here's CBS's Monica Ricks. 30 years ago today, September 24th, 1991, Nirvana birthed its second album, Nevermind, with that iconic cover. Yeah. 
The Seattle-based band recorded the album in L.A., and it was much more mainstream than their debut. It had four big hits. Come as you are, as you were, as I And in 1992, the album hit number one on the Billboard charts. Nevermind has sold more than 30 million copies worldwide. And just last year, Rolling Stone ranked it as the sixth greatest album of all time. Monica Ricks, CBS News. And that's the CBS World News Roundup for Friday. The broadcast is produced by Paul Ferry. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that, does, that doesn't count. <laughs> sure, I responded to everything because responding to you, putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them? and not the man pulling the strings. Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.